Hello and welcome back. We are Drunk on Rumcoms. I am Connie. And I'm Marie. What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> we talk about all of the romantic comedies that we love and hate and just kind of do our fun little review and enjoy some fun cocktails along the way. Yes. And sometimes you'll hear our own anecdotes and stories that pertain to the topic. <laughs> or not. You, or you not, get what yeah. you get when you listen. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> So, because we are reviewing the, what is it? The All the Boys I've Loved <laughs> yes. Before. Woo! This one is called P.S. I Still Love You. So, this is the sequel to the first To All the Boys I've Loved Before series, where we continue on the journey uh, with Laura Jean Covey and all the men in her life. <laughs> yes. I love all the men in her life, including her dad. <laughs> Which we'll talk about too. Yes. We love talking about his, about her dad. He's great. So before we get started on this episode, Connie, what are you drinking today? Okay, so I'm drinking Moscato Diasti, which tastes like juice. And I love it so much. <laughs> what are you drinking today? I am drinking more sangria. I realize this pattern. I really like sangria. It's the best drink ever. All right. So for this episode, for PS, I still love you. Google's Synopsis says, as her relationship with Peter continues to grow, Laura Jean reunites with another recipient of one of her old love letters. <gasps> the best recipient. <laughs> I am team John Ambrose. I am ever. so ready to talk about him. So ready. <laughs> Let's just dive right into this. Let's All do right, it. then. So we are still continuing on from yeah. junior year. So it's as if we're picking up right where we left off from the first movie. So not really a lot of time has passed. No, it's, it's it's great. I like it when they just pick up right after they left off because then sometimes they cut too. And I'm like, what happened during the summer? <laughs> but I'm really glad. So he takes her out to this fancy ass dinner. Mm-hmm. Which again, who's which, paying for? I know. How do they have ma- Manny? <laughs> How do they have money for these fancy freaking dates? And it's like all the adults around them. That's how you know it's like classy. It's just all grown-ups. This ain't no little kid restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, I think the closest I got was like Buca de Pepo. And I'm like, is that fancy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is a family-style restaurant. There were children. Not ideal. Anyway, they had such a cute date, though. Yes. Oh, I loved this date so much. So he took her to this like bougie-ass restaurant. Super fancy. It was amazing. But if I remember correctly... Then she had a surprise for him and it ended up being this beautiful tangled scenario uh, of these lantern, lantern event. Now I see. But what was that song? That's I hate it. I was like, they are 16 slash 17 years old. I'm jelly. I am so jealous at their flying lantern moment. Like, how could you not be? I all like, I've never done one of those things before. I've always wanted to. But yeah, like, so her wish when she made the their little lantern and she like wrote their initials on it is that her one wish is that they wouldn't break each other's hearts. What a bad omen. Oh my God. That's such like a, a bad wish to make because you can't promise that. You can't promise that you'll not break each other's hearts or you won't get into a fight. Or right. And you're like already kind of setting yourself up for mm-hmm. failure. You're like, this right. is like the premonition before what's about to happen. Plus this date was like up here on like the scale, right? <laughs> it was so over the top, but whatever. So mm-hmm. they had their little date and then they jumped to their Korean New Year celebration. And I love that so much. They actually dressed up. 
it's so cute. I don't know anything about that culture, but I feel like I did learn about like mm-hmm. the whole New Year situation. It it kind of reminded me of like the Chinese New Year's with their like red envelopes that they do with yes. the families. I feel like that was like kind of similar. So I was like, okay, I understand what's happening. <laughs> But I just think it's adorable that the dad is still exposing them to the culture and also bringing them around the mom's family. Like, I don't know what the situation would be if like someone's spouse has died, but I don't know, like how close you were to the in-laws would be kind of like an indicator of can I bring my children over (laughs) or am I still invited, you know? Right. And just to like the fact that he wanted his girl to still understand where their heritage comes from. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, oh, this dad. And they and the family does accept them. They're like, are you dating anyone? Like, are you on the market with him? Yeah. (laughs) So cute. So cute. Yeah, that whole scene was just super adorable. And I Mm -hmm. I love that so much. So then they move over to Laura Jean or Laura, Laura Jean getting a letter. And it's from John Ambrose. (laughs) John Ambrose. But what would you do? Like, okay, you got a letter from a guy that you Mm -hmm. obviously liked back in the day, right? You have a boyfriend now. And he basically told you that he liked you too in that letter. What would you do? Mm, That's dangerous because in this scenario, this would be with my first boyfriend. And then, oh, another guy like me too. What Uh is this sorcery? Right. I don't (laughs) know what I would do. I I would have wrote back like... (laughs) I I had to know. I don't think I would just because I would be too scared. (laughs) Like, I can't start this right now. Like, I I am barely handling one boy. How on earth am I handling two now? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. But I'm glad she told Peter because I thought that she wasn't going to. And and I hate when secrets come up in these movies. But she did tell him, like, she got the letter from John Ambrose. And he's like, why why are you telling me? I don't know because if, if somehow it came out or if somebody brought it up mm-hmm. then she didn't want to be a liar whole like keeping things exactly. from him but that is a good question like I, like would you tell him would you tell your boyfriend I think I would I mean if it's innocent I'm like hey you you remember those like letters I sent out well uh, I got uh-huh, one back story. right uh-huh. right which, which she did yeah which I think was what she was trying to go for it's like it's not mm-hmm. a big deal just hey yeah. fun fact this and, happened uh, I may or may not write back <laughs> But yeah, she didn't. And then wow. this is what I wrote again. There is so much touching at this high school. <laughs> it's just so much. Oh my gosh. Anyway. And then Jen is such a bitch. She's such a jealous bitch. Still, I just, I can't. Still, still, a bitch. still a bitch. She's still a bitch. Anyway. I, before, before we keep moving on, I do want to say like when she's reading John Ambrose's letter, uh-huh. it's his voiceover who's, you know, reading it out loud to her. Can I just say, I didn't know what he looked like yet at the time. But oh. I heard it and I was like, he sounds very hot. So this will yeah, be very I, difficult for you, Laura Jean. I wrote in my notes, I am so glad that they got Jordan Fisher to play him because that boy can move and dance and sing. And he has a smile that just whoop. Mm-hmm. Makes you just feel all warm and fuzzy. Yeah, he's pretty much adorable. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. so glad. Team John so, Ambrose. Team John Ambrose. Hashtag all day every day. Uh, <laughs> we, so- we hate Peter. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, I try not to hate him on too much because he's fine. They he's have fine. some moments. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But so, you know, we're back at school now and I wanted to bring this up because this is when we first are introduced to Trevor. And that is the oh. other hot friend of Peter. He's so tall. And he is just 
everything just perfectly packaged as a good like how many hot friends do they just find each other yes. you know what i mean that's what like, people do that's what hot people do they find each other it's like magnets <laughs> be my friend you're hot <laughs> so i just wanted to point out because I, I do enjoy seeing him throughout this movie mm-hmm. and the next movie but definitely yes. this movie and he's in 13 reasons why trevor and i really didn't like him in 13 reasons why so i had that image in my mind but he's still a good looking man but yeah we (sighs) really he's a part of this friend circle Mm -hmm. the fact that jen is also a part of this friend circle i don't know i would be a little pissed if my boyfriend was still super close friends with my ex-best friend i mean like why Mm -hmm. why is she still his (laughs) ex-girlfriend oh yeah that too It's not even like ex-best friends, like ex-girlfriend. So they were supposed to meet at this coffee shop and she like waited for so long for him to come. I guess he had lacrosse practice. And then I was just wondering how long was she waiting because everyone was trying to take her chair and it was dark by the time he came over. So she must have been there for a long time. I would not have waited. I would be just like, okay, well, see you at home. Maybe like come and get me at home. I think that was her like, like trying to be the committed girlfriend. It's like, I will be there for you. Cause you said so (laughs) anyway. So he's all like, let me make it up to you. And then went to a carnival and I'm like, where did this even come from? Where are they going? I was just like, this is very convenient for you, Peter. To just right. happen to have this like little mini carnival ready for you. Side note, the uh, OC fair and maybe the LA County fair are opening up this summer. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, wink, Marie. Let's go get stuffed animals. Go win me things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they're at this carnival and... I don't know how that even happened. He's treating her to a great date. And I I do want us to go together, but I'm terrible at carnival games. But Connie, you are a pro. Like you're so good. The more you drink, I don't know how, but it's fascinating. Yeah. If you want me to go get you some goldfish, I'll go get you a goldfish. I'll point that water gun into that little hole. <laughs> I got you. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the movie. We meet Trina, their next door neighbor. Hello. And she has the cutest dog. He's so big and shaggy. I know. And, but the fact that like, I thought about this too. She lives by herself with this dog yep. in this nice neighborhood. Like, What she does she do for a living? Hella rich. She mm-hmm. must be so rich like she's probably a different kind of doctor maybe she's like a surgeon or maybe she's like a lawyer she's something great but she's we never know what she does i don't think we ever Uh, yeah i don't think we find out but yeah miss rothschild yeah she's introduced as the love interest for the dad Mm -hmm. which i'm very happy about i approve if it was anyone else i probably would (laughs) we ship them all day (laughs) she cute And so is the dog. I think I may have, I may be biased because she has a dog. She comes with a dog. She's the full package. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited to see like her being introduced into the story now. We're like, okay, now the dad's going to have like a little interest in this movie. So we get to see like that blossom throughout. (laughs) But now we're moving on. Laura Jean is now getting ready to sign up for community service. I'm not sure if this is like a semester thing. I don't know. The specifics for the school but now everybody's got to sign up for their community service right i mean we had to do community service before we graduated i didn't have to do that in high school oh i did i (laughs) how did you not that's probably because i went to like a big high school i needed like okay so in college we had to do like eight hours i had to do maybe like 20 to 24 hours of community service in high school that's it or maybe 160 hours (laughs) that jumped way much (laughs) 
Well, we'll say 160. I worked at giving food to the elderly Aww. at the senior center. Yeah. So. But that makes sense why it would be like a lot of hours. It's essentially yeah. like a weekend class or like, you know, after right. school kind of thing. So that makes sense. So uh, she's signing up for something that looks good on a college application. Right. And it's essentially helping out at a retirement home. And, Woo. you know, originally she wanted her friends to join her, but they were like, nah, we're going to go do some easy stuff. And Peter <laughs> was like, oh, me and the boys are going to go do this other easy thing. So she's like, all right, well, and I appreciate her being strong and independent. She's like, well, I said I was going to do this, so I'm going to mm-hmm. do it, whether you guys are with me or not. Bye. But she did it because Margot told her to. I feel like a lot of the things that she does is like her sister did before. And she's like, it'll help you on college. So mm-hmm. but I'm really glad. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, and also- I'm really glad for many reasons. <laughs> oh, so she she ends up helping at this you know retirement home, and you know, like you said, you know, Margot did this when she was in school. I don't think I could volunteer at an old people's place because Why? I did volunteer at a hospice once, and I think that messed me up for life. <laughs> Just dead people. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like you would come in one day and then just someone died like an old person had died and I'm like oh, okay they're not there anymore yeah no so, couldn't you know it. there's some pros and cons to working <laughs> at old folks home so in this movie is just the pros yeah <laughs> they're, they're alive and well <laughs> <laughs> like they're they're all popping there they're doing their thing but, but yeah so she's yes. taking care of all that stuff and what happens next omg when john ambrose came through that door <laughs> And volunteered at the same place that Laura Jean sat. Oh, and of course, again, she does the same thing that I would have done. So, like, first movie, she passed out when P- when she saw Peter coming, right? Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. movie, she got nervous, dropped gumballs, and then just fell on her ass. <laughs> she just fell. It was She's it was perfect. Nervous. It's like mm-hmm. putting putting a face to the voice that I heard. And then he was like making sure she wasn't concussed. His smile is everything to me. So much. It is lovely. Just like, like a downer. He is married to his high school sweetheart, the freaking actor. I follow them on Instagram. (laughs) Cute. It's it's, it's so John Ambrose of him. Yeah. (laughs) You go John Ambrose. You go Glenn Coco. (laughs) But yeah. Anyway, so they meet again. So cute. It's like, oh, you're volunteering here too. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> he is. He came in so strong with the romance and the flirting because he was flirting. So yeah, that's essentially the the new new problem she has to deal with. Like she thought. So she thought she had to deal with just trying to be a good girlfriend for Peter but now she has to like deal with John Ambrose in her world now and what that's like and he's grown into a man oh poor her juggling two <laughs> hot men in her life mm-hmm. poor thing she's like all right you know what well I'll deal with this we'll move on yeah so she's baking to you know what was it therapeutic it was- for her right well essentially we move on to Valentine's Day Oh, yeah. And she's she's baking um, something for Peter and like making cute little card and all this stuff. So it's very, very cute of her. She's so arts and craftsy. Crafty? She really crafty. Crafty. Is it? Arts and craft. Not right. Crafts. Right. Not crafty. <laughs> she's really good at scrapbooking and like cutting and gluing stuff. The opposite of me. <laughs> 
And so, you know, she's making her card and Kitty is joining her, making her little Valentine's. And she's making one for neighbor Trina, too. Oh, Mrs. Rothschild. What? Mm-hmm. Rothschild? What is it? I think Rothschild. Trina. <laughs> Trina. And it's going to be like from her dad. Right, but- right. So it's like, the, you know, classic Kitty meddling again. Fucking Kitty, man. <laughs> Stay in your lane. (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, Laura Jean's making her super cute Valentine. Come day of, everybody's giving their gifts, you know, giving cards to each other. And my school did this too. And I'll go in more detail, but they had, I don't know if it's like their glee club. They had, you know, little song grams. Yeah, the singing grams for people. And like, that's the cutest thing. I will say it's only cute if the people can actually sing. Right. I know we tried it as a drama club to raise money. And some of us were not singers. So doing these awkward grams and there's like just four of us and we haven't really practiced. We're like, you know the song, right? Just look at your phone with the lyrics. It was so bad. I wanted to give people money for just listening to us. Like that's how bad it was. I don't think we had that in our high school. Again, our high school was super big. I don't think that they had it. If anything... We would send things to people like, like little Valentine ra- grams. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think that there was a singing gram. Mm, gotcha. Because traveling through our campus was just horrible. <laughs> a lot, I'm sure. It was a lot of people. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so yeah, all these uh, little yeah. singing grams are going around, and one goes to a uh, hot Asian friend, Trevor, and he sings too. I would have melted right there on my chair. <gasps> I on was my chair. dying. <laughs> he got his grams. Right. And then they pan over to Peter and his locker is filled with these Valentine's Day cards that just come rushing out of his locker. How do they like get in there? Also, how rude. They know he has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Was it was it the, the girls' soccer team who like bombarded him because they're big yeah. fans? But that's stupid. It is stupid. It's so rude. Yeah, that's I, because, I, you know, he has a fan club, like because this school is so big and uh-huh. he's so well known and good looking that he has a fan club. You know, I've never really seen him play lacrosse, so I don't know if he's good or not. You <laughs> <laughs> could be lying. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like she got so sad and didn't give him the gift. Yeah. But don't worry. He finds her and he's like, uh, hey, I got a gift for you. <laughs> don't worry. And he gives her this like really cute locket, which I'm really yes. upset that she never opens. I never see what's inside. I've been like dying to know. Was it a locket or was it just a necklace? I don't know. It seemed pretty thick. It did seem thick. Just a necklace. Like I thought I would like have their picture in it or something. Uh, but we never really well. see that. Uh, but yeah, he gives her this really cute necklace and then he recites a poem to her. Yeah. Which is very I put, cute. <laughs> we know later on is crap. <laughs> <laughs> but for right now, it's good. It's cute. <sighs> so we pan over like, okay, they, they got their little gifts and he wrote her a poem. And then we pan over to the old people's home. And then it's Laura Jean and John Ambrose just volunteering at this place. And then their boss is saying like, oh, we're going to have like a little garden party. Please clean out this room. And that is the saddest room I've ever seen because she she said that these were like things that people didn't want to pick up after the old people had died. Well, it's even more than that. It's the fact that they died and had no family <laughs> no. to come get it. I can't. I felt so bad. Like what a 
morbid task, but yeah, you know, really whatever. Is. You're just a bunch of high school kids, whatever. You'll do it. Yeah, clean this uh, thing. Keep whatever you want to keep. But the eye contact, though, in this scene, I just love all of the feels that John is or John Ambrose is giving mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Just like boom, 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 <sighs> boom, boom. But I, I have, just love the eye contact. That they, scene. Just every time they're together in a scene, I get so excited and I wish there okay. were more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we just have a, a movie about him? Just, just a John Ambrose, like, oh, yes. We would like of him Netflix. finding love. Please Netflix. <laughs> uh, I think that they, before we move on, they had this little explanation of, you know, this is what, when I started liking you kind of a thing. And it was yeah. like an old Halloween party oh, when right. she came to, she came in as, I think she was a pancake or something. I don't know. She was a breakfast food. And then she was like noticing that no one else was dressing up and she thought she was, <gasps> she was French toast. Oh, she was French toast. Like actual, like she was French up top and then a toast. And then anyway. a big toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he came in looking like a devil. <laughs> he was literally like had the devil horns and then was dressed up as an egg like uh, if that doesn't say you're meant to be like what does and they were so young oh anyway so yeah so that she, was some then, good stuff yeah that was great and you know she went over and talked to stormy about it because you know you're, who else you're would conflicted you? Yeah, you're conflicted. Go talk to Stormy, who is who doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Mm-hmm. I love her so much for that. She she's another uh, America's grandma, <laughs> but like the one that wouldn't want to be called grandma. <laughs> right, right. She's so cool like that. So he was. She was telling him like, or telling her, oh yeah, you know, Peter wrote me a poem, and that's when she told her, honey. Listen, <laughs> he's cute and all, but he totally stole this from something. <laughs> I mean, freaking Peter took one out of the Edgar Allan Poe book. I mean, come on, man. Where's your creativity? I just, I don't understand him. I mean, she knows that he is a good guy, but then he does shit like this. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Right, right. So, but then it goes back to what I was saying in our previous episode of like, you know, he's a high school kid. Like he's- That's right, I forget. Making dumb decisions. So like I go back and forth on that because there's a lot of things that everybody's doing except John Ambrose because he's perfect. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> but like they'll make these little mistakes here and there of like, oh, it's, you know, because they're immature or, you know, they haven't experienced life yet and don't know what the proper response is, you know, so I can't fault him too much, but that's pretty low. Like I'd yeah. be super bummed out if I knew he didn't write something for me. <laughs> Oh, her bubble was definitely popped there. Yeah. Then we transitioned to them being at a party again, which I'm like, how many parties? Was I just really unpopular? <laughs> was I just was like, unpopular? Me, I just was playing Super Nintendo at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, people were partying. Oh, anyway, so she's kind of bummed out, right? Like she's not having fun at this party and he's being like a total jock. Right, like, you know, he has his whole world and he's still friends with Jen, you know, and she keeps thinking about that kind of stuff going in the back of her mind. And, you know, at some point, I don't know if we found it now or later, but I'll just say it now. At some point, Jen brings up of like how their first date was. And that's when Laura Jean finds out this dude goes to the same restaurant that he went with Jen. Oh, yeah, because she said something like, oh, typical Peter Mm -hmm. taking you to the same place that we went. We would go to all the time. She's such a bitch. I hate her so much. So I get it. You know, Laura Jean's Mm -hmm. like, I got to deal with Jen in my way 
of my man. And then there's this other guy who's like, I don't have to overthink about anything. Like I Mm -hmm. can just be me with this person. Isn't that a clear sign? You know, like that's the road to take. So then they leave the party because she's not really having a good time. And he's like, let's go. He drives her back to the house and they have this steamy car scene. Right. But then she was like, she blurted out, I don't want to have sex with you right now. (laughs) And then they substituted like the word sex for base jumping. (laughs) That's how you know you're not ready for sex. Right. If you can't even say it. (laughs) Right. It's like, if I want to go base jumping, then I'll make sure that you're ready to go base jumping. (laughs) I'm like, God, move on. Whatever. That's how high school kids talk about sex with each other. That's, yeah. You got to use metaphors. Otherwise, it gets weird. <laughs> I'm like, just move over to wherever John Ambrose is. I just need. <laughs> and we do. And we do. Like, let's get and out it's... of this uh, awkward car scene. Let's go to bingo. Let's do some bingo with old people, shall we? The old people were so annoyed at them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, come on, children. Please just read the numbers and stop staring at each other. So you have chit chat. Numbers only, please. <laughs> We need to win. And they're like, just, you know, mm-hmm. that intense eye contact happened again. It's just so good. And He's they so have flirty. He is very flirty and they have more things in common. So team jam. Cause, oh yeah. His last name's McLaren. Oh, that's <laughs> so, right. J-A-M. <laughs> Cause I keep calling him John Ambrose. So I think she should have tried a little better in this scene to tell him that she was in a relationship with Peter. Because I right, know... Right, up to this point, like, they've been volunteering for a little bit together, mm-hmm. and she's just been enjoying the attention. Who wouldn't? <laughs> and kind of <laughs> avoiding the conversation of, like, by the way, I actually do have a boyfriend. It's your old best friend, Peter. Well, yeah, because he has come up once or twice in their conversation. It's not like she never talked about him. He asked like, mm-hmm. oh, how you're still friends with Peter? Oh, is he with Jen? Perfect mm-hmm. segue into saying that she was dating Peter, but she didn't. And then didn't. he wants to spend more time with her. Obviously, he thinks that she's unattached. So he brought up, you know, that time capsule we, that we, that we buried way back when? And she's like, oh, yeah. We should go dig it up. And then she goes, yeah, we should invite everyone. You want to bring everybody, bring the gang all back together? Sure. It'll be fun. You know what? It'll be like old times. You can bake. Mm-hmm. I'll bring the pizza and we'll host. Ugh. It'll be so cute. Yeah, we'll, we'll be the co-hosts. Mm-hmm. But you know who else is part of this freaking group? Who? Jen. This bitch. This bitch Jen. <laughs> so they have <laughs> they have to invite her. But Laura, Laura Jean says No. After telling Peter, you know, like, don't invite her. She's coming, by the way. And also, oh. <laughs> hot friend Trevor is also part of this friend group. Like, this whole group is a very good-looking group of people. So good-looking. So they go and dig up the time capsule. And yes, Laura Jean, it was a very, very bad idea <laughs> to bring everyone together. Horrible idea. <laughs> and even though she told Peter not to invite Jen, guess who shows up? Jen, of course. <sighs> bitch i hate her this was just a huge problem to begin with because as soon as they get there again john ambrose doesn't know that peter's oh, with her so i he's know like, come on laura jean let's you and i go do these things and peter's like uh-uh we'll go do these things yeah jealous people are so mean to each other yeah they're so catty mm-hmm. like i don't think i've ever been that jealous because mm. you're supposed to trust your other you know person so i'm like okay flirt but anyway I don't so it. no time capsule mm-hmm. Time capsule. 
they're calling each other out. Peter goes, well, that's usually not when you're flirting. So Peter calls Laura Jean out for flirting with John Ambrose. And then she calls him out for bringing Jen. So it's already all bad. Everyone's fighting. She calls John Ambrose out for having a stutter when he was a kid. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I know. Oh, oh, oh. I'm like, can you just like, just open up the time capsule? No, just open it up. Everybody's got some random things. Yeah. And it's, it's whatever. It's fine. I think my favorite out of what everybody had is that Chris left herself money. (laughs) So we cut to they're at the retirement place again. And then she's cleaning up and then she hears the piano playing. Right. Because at this point, (sighs) you know, we, we, you know, it's clear that John Ambrose found out that they were clearly together. Yeah. Like Peter (laughs) made it known that I'll help my girlfriend clean up. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, made now John Ambrose is sad. Poor sad John Ambrose. <laughs> he's, he's playing some sad piano. I'll, I'll go comfort him. I really would. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he plays the piano. Well, like, what else? Like, he's already gorgeous and sings. And mm-hmm. why not play that piano? What <sighs> else can he do? What else? And then he was just telling her about, you know, you know, you should have told me, but we're okay. And, and he's then, so understanding. So understanding. He's like, I read it wrong. I read the situation wrong. I'm just embarrassed. I'm like, no, baby, no. <laughs> Let me wrap you in my arms. <laughs> come, come to mama. Come, just come here. Just come here. <laughs> and then he was telling her about his why he goes by John Ambrose. And it's because of her that he just he always used to go by John. And then she started calling him John Ambrose because she went by Laura Jean. Mm-hmm. And then he kept it that way because he liked her and he wanted something in common with her. Ugh. Again, I, if I were her, just right here, right now, bro, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Take me on the piano. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These are high school kids, Scotty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But that's why I said if I were her, though. Sing or play me a song. <laughs> Maybe like your piano. <laughs> yeah. Cool. High school. Okay. High school. Right, 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 right. So yeah, things are going great there. I don't know how they didn't start making out at that scene, but whatever. Oh, Clearly they're good now. They're, they're good. Yeah. They're friends. Right. Whatever. They're friends. Right. So we cut to Laura, Laura Jean just overcompensating for like not being at the games or dressing up at the games for for what's his face, Peter. Mm, uh, trying to be a good girlfriend because yeah, trying to be flirting on the side. Right. So she knows like, oh, I should do something nice for, for Peter. So right. she dresses up and writes PK mm-hmm. on her cheek and was all like with his number. I don't know what, is he 67 or something? I don't know. I don't pay attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's she's looking cute and sporty and she's rah, rah, rahing him before they leave. And then... Chris comes and tells her like, Hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but I saw Peter and Jen um, really close. And I'm just like, fucking Jen, (laughs) Jen, but also like, Chris, you're like the best, best friend to have. Like you're looking out for your girl. Yeah. And I would totally do that for you as well. You know, I'd be stalking because she definitely took a picture and I'd be like, I would do that too. Like, look, and they were in all these positions. <laughs> like, how long were you, were you there, Connie? <laughs> I, like, I had like hundreds of pictures here <laughs> and I didn't stop them once. <laughs> so we already got, you know, we got a strike here that yeah. something's already going on that he's not telling her. So mm-hmm. before he leaves, she calls him out on it. And I respect her for doing that. It's like, Me hey, too. we're going to squash this now. I'm doing this for you. 
what are you doing? And, you know, he subtly mentions that, you know, stuff's going on with, with Jen's parents and he was just trying to be helpful. And she was yeah. like, yeah, but you were, look at this, look how close you are together. Yeah. And then he mentioned like, yeah, well, she, she was going through a lot of things and especially in the ski trip. And then mm-hmm. we find out mm-hmm. that he wasn't waiting for Lara Jean in the hot tub. He was waiting for Jen. Strike two. <sighs> my god and i just was like you know what slap him and have him go on his way and then we find out that he knew that she took that <sighs> video and didn't yes. tell her and he lied to her strike three mm-hmm. peter and jen are toxic they deserve each other mm-hmm. <laughs> she relies on him for so much and he likes it yeah. he likes having someone to i don't know comfort and constantly go back to i mean especially mm-hmm. if like she was his first like there's that attachment there too yeah he can't shake for some reason whatever i hated it so you know what bye bye peter they you know are done basically they're broken mm-hmm. up i don't blame and- her I don't blame her either. I'm just like, good riddance. Mm -hmm. And then she, of course, she's heartbroken and she has to go to school. And let me tell you, trying to act normal after a heartbreak is awful. Like, I remember when I used to go to work, like right after my my first breakup, I was Mm -hmm. like, no, mm -mm." I was crying like every two seconds. (laughs) I'm fine now everybody <laughs> no it's it's that first breakup that's like yeah the most painful it really is and then you just gotta like figure out how to still function like a normal person after that yeah. it's hard it is very hard and then she she had to give the the necklace back like mm. here i don't do you want this back he's like sure yeah it was bad it was bad so they're broken up and then she went back to the treehouse where they had the time capsule, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Jen shows up. She she brought her there. Oh, she brought her there? She did. Oh, I thought she just... Oh, okay. So she had asked her to meet. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. I think she was just trying to reflect on why she was so angry at Peter. And okay. this is the whole justification. It's like, she wasn't really like holding on to Peter, holding on to Jen. She was holding mm-hmm. on to her issues with Jen. So she's like, you know what? I just need to bury the hatchet with this whole thing. Like, let's just get yeah. this out in the open and figure out what's really going on. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. She said something like that her and Jen have this thing called Jung, with, which is a tether oh, to right. one another. And mm-hmm. I wrote, go when Jen, no one cares. No Jung for you. <laughs> no Jung for you. We do though. We have oh, Jung. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will be tethered to you always. <laughs> But not Jen. I feel like I'm surprised that Jen actually showed up too. You know, I guess this kind of goes with just the immaturity. It's like, yeah, she's kind of a bitch to Laura Jean all the time. But it's like deep down, she still is is tethered to her. And- but she knows she's wrong. That's I think that's the other thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> she's like feeling guilty. Like, oh, I, I think I took away too far. And mm-hmm. yeah, you guys broke up. But but like he really loves you. <sighs> Whatever. So Whatever. so it got resolved. They, I think they're good. Yeah. Yeah, they're better. And then we go to she's in bed and she received a text message from John Ambrose. Like, what are you doing? And then they're texting. Ah, so good. So cute. Mm -hmm. And then they, of course, because the retirement was holding a party. It's time for the party now. Let's do this party. And it looks so cute. Everyone's like dressed up in Hollywood. What is it? Glamour. Mm -hmm. Right. Like like that old Hollywood glam. So cute. And then Stormy. Stormy is the fairy godmother that we all need in our lives. Right. She's like, like, can we go to more balls? 
balls. Can we go to balls? Yeah. Just get. I mean, are there up. balls? We'll find some. Find some okay. balls. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like she dresses her up. She had a dress ready for her, and it fits I perfectly. Know. Classic rom com. How the dress fits perfect? Right? How? <laughs> How did she know her size? Does she have shoes ready too? Probably. She had the dress, the shoes, got her hair and makeup done, so she was looking real fine. <gasps> you look so cute and pretty and beautiful and everything. But then she goes downstairs to see John Ambrose looking fine. OMG in that suit. They belong together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. So, you know, they're supposed to work the event, but, you know, they're having their moment on the dance floor. Of course, it's to the slow song and he doesn't want to step on anybody's toes and knows that she's with Pete. But, you know, she's all like, I'm not with him anymore. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And in his brain, I can just, I can see the things going of like, I got to shoot my shot now. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, get some fresh air, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's so romantic, too. Like, they yes. stepped outside and it's fucking snowing. Mm-hmm. I don't what? know how. I don't know how either. It's, is it March? When is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's March still March. Like, That's so crazy that it's snowing. <laughs> it's part of the magic. And then, of course, they're like making snow angels in their suit and dress. How are they not like wet? And cold. How are they you know? not freezing? <laughs> but he's spilling his heart out to her. And I'm like, just kiss him. Just do it. Like, it's been, I've, I've been waiting. And um, they do. They and they finally do. kiss. I was screaming. That snow kiss. It was just perfect. Mm-hmm. But the problem was. Oh, fuck. <laughs> lips separated. Like, she stopped. And then he says, it's Peter. Oh, no. <laughs> no, really, Laura Jean. We're still stuck on Peter. Still. <sighs> Laura Jean, it just breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Poor, poor John Ambrose. I'll take him. I don't care. <laughs> well, this is the thing. This is how I feel about it. And and that this, well, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end when I go on my okay. spit. <laughs> But yeah, she's she's like, yeah, it's it's Peter. It's always been Peter. I'm still tethered to that guy. And she's like, I got to go. I got to go find him. I got to go. And then Stormy was all like, you know, sometimes you got to kiss the wrong man to know what's right. And I'm like, shut up, Stormy. <laughs> I mean, that was actually a really good advice. But how many do I have to kiss Stormy? <laughs> I mean, is there like a limit? Is there an acceptable amount when it's not acceptable? Where am I going to know what's right, Stormy? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So she so leaves. Yeah, yeah, Laura Jean's like, I got to go. I got to go find him. And surprise, surprise, Peter is right there waiting for what her. The fuck? How? Well, his whole thing was like, I know you don't like driving in the snow. So I wanted to come get you and make sure you were okay. Like, that was the reason why he showed up. Because the first, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, how, how is he here right now? That doesn't make any sense. But he, that was his way of being super thoughtful, like the show like, that he yes. still cares about her. He's like, I'm still looking out for you. I want you happy. Oof. Pick me. And then she's just like, I love you. <laughs> and then they get together. That's and then they get together. Whatever. <laughs> also, his last lines were, break my heart, do whatever you want. I'm like, I, I think his lines were definitely written by women because no high school man will ever say that to anybody <sighs> you know what high school guys say to girls have sex with me <laughs> i like your butt <laughs> that's the kind of shit they say yeah <laughs> so that's how it ended they're together and uh, we get another movie out of this <laughs> 
Post thoughts. Out of the three movies, this one's probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I think just because I'm such team John Ambrose this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I wish he got more screen time out of this. And between him and Peter, like, I think John Ambrose deserves the world. <laughs> really does, though. But, you know, when I think about it, like, who Lord Jean and as, as a person and how Peter is, like, they they are good for each other with all of their flaws you know, they're, they're pros and cons. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they work really well with each other together. And, you know, I don't think she deserved John Ambrose, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like he, he is a dream who deserves the world. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> does. So yeah, you know what? Overall, I think I would probably have to take uh, about three, you know, I'm going to say four shots. <laughs> Four shots to get through this movie. Like I said, Team John Ambrose all the way. You didn't end yeah. up with Team John Ambrose. Then what are you doing? This was a waste. You yeah, were dumb. True. Poor John Ambrose. They did my baby so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Again, I, to you know, piggyback off what you said, I did not like this movie as much as I did the first one. I think I like the process of finding love more than I like the continuation of seeing their love grow. So if I would need or if I need to, I would take four shots because it have to play Jordan Fisher like that. They really didn't. And yeah, I'm really upset about that. So four shots. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm glad we agree. <laughs> I think that is this the first time we've agreed? I think so. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up our review of the second movie of To All the Boys I've Loved Before series. Next week, we will be doing the final movie, Always and Forever. Woohoo! We're wrapping this up. (laughs) Yeah, we are. (laughs) So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drunk on (laughs) Romcoms. I think you just will forever say that. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Connie. And I'm Marie. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.